have no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Welcome to Hospitality Fanatics, where we talk about what is happening today in the world of hospitality. In our podcast, we will be discussing the topic of fun at work. What did you guys do for fun this weekend? Did they go to the game? I went to, to the, the game. game. Me yeah. too. Yeah, I went to the Michigan game. It was really fun. Um, my cousin came up from Canada, which is like, she's never Ooh, been in state college cool. before. Yeah. What an experience. I know. She said it was like crazy. She's never experienced anything like it. For sure. <laughs> and with the attendance too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like one of the It was the second, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. second. Yeah. yeah. I was just a little disappointed we lost, but... Yeah, yeah I was really hoping we would win. <laughs> I thought we were going to pull it out at the end, but... And I had high hopes in the beginning. Yeah, when just, we scored that field goal. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yay! Yeah. I really wanted to storm the field afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Did you guys see all the, like, cops walking out at, mm-hmm. like... Right at the end of the game, they all walked out and like s- surrounded the field so that we wouldn't storm the field afterwards. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. I didn't see that because I, I kind of left. <laughs> <laughs> I left with like four minutes left of the game. I was yeah, like, everyone was too win. disappointed. <laughs> it wasn't cold though either, which was really nice. I know. Yeah. But when you stepped out of the stadium, I was freezing. Yeah. Yeah. Things just because everyone was so close together. Yeah. The yeah. body heat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really helps. Especially in the student section. <laughs> Did I get a chicken basket? No, I did not. I did, and someone kicked it over at one point. No I was so upset about it. Are you serious? Yeah. I put mine down. This was the first game. I think it was like the Udell game. I got one, and I put it down for a second, and I turned around, and I turned back, and some guy was holding it. I was like, can I take this? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people, I was like, I paid $18 for the chicken basket, yeah. and someone knocked it over, and they just kind of looked at me and then walked away. I was like, oh. Okay. It's $18 now? It's I like, it was, it's, it's expensive. expensive. Yeah. Last year was like 14 I was like, that's even expensive. But I have yeah. my meal plan, so it was like worth it. Yeah, that's true. No, I ate so much at the tailgate, so I just mm-hmm. couldn't. Mm-hmm. I, had a, I had like two meatball subs before I went into the game. Oh, that's so I true. had like a bunch yeah. of sliders. Ooh. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, we need buffalo chicken dip too. Oh, I'm going to miss good. tailgate food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Are you guys going to the Rockers game? No, I'm going home yeah. Friday. <laughs> That's okay. Rockers game's not really as important. Yeah. <laughs> They're literally giving their tickets away. They're mm-hmm. not even trying to sell them. Yeah, like, I sold mine for 40 bucks. Really? Yeah. How? Someone just won it. I put it on, like, the, um, what's it called? Onward the State. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know they buying tickets off people because I got scammed once. Oh, oh my no. gosh, no. I usually yeah. tell them to meet in person and pay in cash, so it's, like, better. I know, but yeah. mine, so it was, like, a Student section tickets, mm-hmm. so like she was like, Oh, $400 for the whole thing. I was like, Okay, yeah, sent it to her, and then she blocked me. And oh no, that happened to me this year. Too. And I couldn't get the money back. That's horrible. Yeah, no. yeah. I tried to get season tickets, they went to 400 I sent 200 two separate transactions, and then I got blocked. No, because it was season packed bundle. Thing. Oh my gosh, yeah, That's not crazy. Experience. The scalpers. That is crazy. <laughs> okay, let's jump right into the podcast. We thought this would be a fun topic to discuss because no one really wants to sit at a desk all day, not talk to anyone, and then go home. We thought by bringing fun into the workplace, we can ensure that work is a fun environment to be in. And we are so excited to share with you all of our thoughts, research, and top other ideas on this topic. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Grace Backrack, and I'm from Allentown, Pennsylvania. I love baking and taking long walks on the beach, just like everyone else. 
And now I'd like to welcome my other three hosts, Molly, Emily, and Alexa. Thanks, Grace, for such a warm welcome to our podcast. Hi, my name is Emily Chan, and I'm a third year from New York City. I like hanging out with my friends and exploring the city through food. Hey, Emily. I'm Molly Gibbard. I'm a third year from Bucks County, Pennsylvania. I love to play with my dog, Maple. He's like one of my best friends and hang out with my friends and also play soccer. I'm so excited to talk with you today, and I'm going to pass it on to our final house, Alexa. Thanks, Molly. I'm Alexa Menick, and I'm from Long Island, New York, and a senior. I also love to hang out with my friends and family, and I look forward to speaking with everyone about our topics. Let's get into it. The next segment we have is Here's the Buzz. So Here's the Buzz is what we're talking about um, on what's going on in the world of hospitality today. It's also extremely important because it's good to know what's going on in the world and how we can fix fix things. (laughs) We will each be reporting on different topics. Molly, do you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. So today I'm going to be talking about the Lizzo scandal. Have you guys heard about it? No, I haven't. You have, Alexa? Yeah, so I'm reporting from the desk on here's something everyone should care about. Today I'll be discussing an article from Inc. about a lawsuit against musician Lizzo. She recently received an award in 2022 for promoting diversity and inclusion. In 2023, three former dancers are suing her for sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. Oh, I've heard about that. It's disheartening to see all these allegations of sexual harassment in the work environment being made against someone like Lizzo, who's so celebrated by people around us. Yeah, I agree. Um, So the author really emphasizes that public expression of support for for diversity must be followed by appropriate actions. So Lizzo's actions did not, like, connect or or were not, like, related to her um, diversity and inclusion award at all. A lot that's being talked about is how to balance these relationships. What is brought up often is creating very strict guidelines and rules for balancing fun in the workplace, but also balancing the professional work environment. Balancing these two things has become more and more of a topic over the past few years, and it is a very important thing to talk about. In another article that I've recently read, um, called by SHRM, they gave three ideas on how to create fun in the workplace while maintaining that professional culture. One idea that Brown and Brown Insurance does is by having a peer partnership program. This engages over 14,000 employees globally, fostering friendships by introducing teammates and supporting network expansions. Another one is PWC's My Plus program, promoting wellness activities, fostering connections among its 250,000 employees worldwide. That's a, like a lot of employees. Another idea was a lot of volunteering has been done through many companies, just like Portner, Insure, and Cervicon Systems, Inc., These are three ideas of how to have fun in the workplace, but also maintaining that company culture while also maintaining that professionalism that you need in a company. 
Lizzo truly pushed a lot of boundaries and made a lot of people uncomfortable. So it's really important to keep in mind how important it is to make sure all your associates are comfortable, especially when they're underneath of you and you are in a boss position. I think she was a little bit canceled for a while. Um, I don't really, I haven't heard much about her since the scandal, so I think she's maybe taking some time to herself to really think about what she did, which is probably for the best, or you never know, maybe her uh, her fans canceled her forever. Oh, that sucks. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to pass it on to Emily. Do you want to talk about your Here's the Buzz? Yeah, sure. Hey, guys, it's me, Emily, again. Today I will be speaking from Here's Something Innovative. Don't you love all, like, free food and games provided at work every day? Oh, yes, definitely. (laughs) I decided to choose an article that I thought was innovative because it provides a unique solution to an existing challenge. Being innovative can give an organization a competitive advantage because they can differentiate themselves from their competitors. Have you guys seen anything innovative? Yeah, I definitely have. So when I was working this summer, my company, we did a casino night, which Ooh. kind of brought like fun and enjoyment into mm-hmm. the company and let us like de-stress after a really long week, yeah. um, which was super fun. That's so nice. Like my company did a uh, silent auction one time. Ooh. So it was nice to like, everyone guessing what like all these <laughs> things were and like, yeah. That does sound fun. Um, something that I have experienced in is our, the restaurant that I work in, we offer this system where you can leave reviews on specific workers, so I think it's a great way to bring in ways that people can improve, maybe where they're lacking a little bit, plus it also can be a big confidence and motivational boost. That's cool. So this article that I read from, um, from SHRM called From Puzzles to Potlucks, How to Engage Employees in a Hybrid Workplace. It's written by Bruce Horowitz and published on March 20th, 2023, and it discusses innovative strategies to convince employees to transition back in person to the workplace after COVID, after being remote. Yeah, that was definitely hard for me, especially after COVID. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was hard for everybody. Yeah. And we definitely get, like, the school side of it, too, so definitely work was also equally as Work ethic was not up there. Yeah. People are so lazy now because yeah. they're used to that. Mm-hmm. No standards. All the online classes. Oh, trained. So <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> like the online trainings where I just click through oh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. So they um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They take place in Saber International's Orlando office and they introduced the idea of bringing Disney jigsaw puzzles into the break room as a way to take a mental break away from their workload to engage with one another. This can be a way for a team to come together and bond with each other and collaborate. Puzzles can show each other's creative side and how one another thinks on the spot. They can also build trust between one another and create relationships outside of the workplace. Food can also be another way to bring people together. Providing free food from popular restaurants or something homemade may attract colleagues together and bond. Oh, I will never complain about free food, yeah, especially food. like a good like pizza Wednesday or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, have you guys tried the new place downtown? Giuseppe's? No, I, no, I haven't. Wait, where? Yeah. Where like weirdos used to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good, actually. Oh, I didn't even know that yeah, was a thing. Yeah, it's like still like 2 or something like that, and it's open oh. till 11. So Maybe we should do some team bonding, oh. yeah, and then we can go get that. <laughs> I know if there was free food um, and lunch at work, it was enough for me to w- go into work. I come running when I hear free food. Does yeah. anybody else? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, in the article, it says that these strategies were helpful but didn't completely solve the problem. It emphasizes the importance of maintaining a balance between flexibility and being together as a team. Jacob suggests that organizations should focus on flexible work arrangements that align with employees' needs rather than incentives. They should focus on more long-term benefits than short-term peaks, perks like mentorship and employee wellness. Working get boring sometimes and bringing in games and free meals can bring people together at work. They can play games together and get to know one another. I know if I had a friend, I would be more motivated to walk in to work every day. Mm -hmm. I look forward to talk to them about my week. I've seen on TikTok where everyone gets to bring in a dish for a potluck and I've seen themes like first letter of your name. So for me, Emily, use E. So being like, um, what else would I bring? Like eclairs or like enchiladas or something. What would you bring, Molly? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Molly. Um, (laughs) Maybe like mangoes, like a mango tray, like a cheese board, but with mangoes. That's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know you were doing it by letter, so I was like thinking about like dessert or like cupcakes or like stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd probably do some kind of dessert too. Maybe like a fondue kind of food. Ooh, kind of like a cheese and yeah. like chocolate yeah. fondue. Yeah. Fondue always is so good. Yeah. I've also seen like people use their culture. Like if I'm from an Asian culture, I would bring like dumplings or something. Yeah, yeah. so I'm Canadian. I could bring like <laughs> poutine. <laughs> Might hurt everyone's stomachs later though. <laughs> okay. Um,. Another way to encourage them to come into the workplace is hosting engaging events. It can give them a time to bond as a team and get them opportunity to develop skills. They can receive hands-on experience through workshops or on something that they can help them with their projects. That sounds fun. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed hearing about encouraging employees to come into the office. I can't wait to hear what my other fanatics have to share. Yeah, Alexa, do you want to go next? Sure. So I'm reporting from the Hear Something Important desk. And so in a recent article that I happened to read, it's, which is called How Americans Learn to Stop Worrying and Take a Vacation in the Summer by Katie Mogg, there are concerns expressed with how employees are taking long vacations this past year than more than they've ever had before the pandemic. And it mentioned in the article is an employee who hasn't taken a vacation since COVID, whose name was John Skill. Mm-hmm. And he recently took his wife on a long vacation to Europe for, for his first vacation in years. While on his vacation, he, he was more worried about getting laid off from his job than actually trying to enjoy his That's time so there. upsetting. Yeah, and like you're in Europe, like... I know, yeah, you have to enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. I have my manager this summer, she um, spent all... Uh, she went to Europe, too, for, like, her sister's wedding. They went to Croatia, and she's Ooh, like, took her so nice. work phone around with her because she yeah. was worried that, like, her intern, which would be me, like, didn't know what to do or, like, her manager would have been mad. And I was yeah, sitting there, and I was yeah. like, you're in Croatia. Just enjoy yeah. it. Like, no one's going to be mad at you for going to your sister's wedding. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> Especially if you haven't taken a vacation in so long. Like, yeah. You want to enjoy that, like, week or two. So a major concern for employees is that they're worried that if they take extended vacations like that, then their job isn't going to be here when they get back, mm-hmm. and which is why a lot of employees haven't been taking the vacations. However, many companies are now forcing employees to actually take time off by not giving them a choice, which I think is really beneficial. Yeah, like, that's yeah, probably great. Be doing that because you know, like being on vacation, like 
it will like will balance out more of your life like with your family friends stress levels so mm-hmm. i think that's really important yeah especially with like I know all of us are so excited for Thanksgiving break. Like, we understand the brain break, especially with school and stuff. Yeah, like, you yeah. need that with, like, work as well. Even a week off is just yeah. good. It's yeah. so nice to just, like, relax for, like, two seconds. And, and like, do nothing. Yeah, like, lay in bed. <laughs> yeah. Watch Netflix. Binge a whole entire show, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Literally just rot in bed. <laughs> Grace, do you want to talk about here something cool? Yeah, for sure. So... Hi guys, my name is Grace, and I'm going to be reporting from the Something Cool About the Topic desk, and like Emily, my article also came from SHRM, and my topic that I researched about was the 15-minute meeting. This type of approach is where meetings allow managers and employees to really focus on the key points of what they want to get done in the day while also trying to be like as precise as possible because you know you go into a meeting you sit there for an hour and oh the time it's done mm. like those are the worst you don't even remember so what draining you're talking about. <laughs> for sure like, yeah, you like the clock just like waiting yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. especially when like the same person is talking and talking yeah. and you're just and like okay talking. this has nothing to do with yeah. me yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so the idea of the 15 minute meeting is that managers go into it with just key points and some of them even give out little handouts so people can get a visual for what they're going to be learning about and the idea or the goal behind the approach is to basically just get in as much information as you can in 15 minutes while trying to balance not being too overwhelming but also trying to get those key points across to your listeners as well an interesting uh, statistic that they actually included in the article was in a 2015 study by Harris, it says that 70% of employees would rather watch paint dry and 8% would rather undergo a root canal than attend a meeting. Oh my like, god. Oh that That's a little extreme. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go through a root canal. Yes, those are pretty horrible. I do, I do get sitting through a meeting is yeah. horrible, but a root canal, no. I hate going to the dentist. Yeah, the dentist exactly. and the doctor are the yeah. two worst things ever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the article also talked about how 15-minute meetings are also great, great sources of efficiency, like we said. And just, I think that it's a great way to, you know, start the day off with your goals, setting them, but also not wasting the energy of your employees. So I think it's just a really interesting thing to read about and a new cool approach I think a lot of companies are starting to focus on. I think another thing with that, too, is like a 15-minute meeting could give like instead of an hour long meeting could give us like 45 minutes to do something either fun yeah. or 45 minutes to do something like actually productive instead of just sit there you yeah, know sure, sure. I definitely thought this was a cool topic because especially in our generation in my experience I think people tend to become a lot more distracted or lose interest really quickly especially in TikTok I actually saw TikTok the other day and it said remember how you used to watch those get ready with me stuff yeah. mm-hmm. and it was like three minutes long and mm-hmm. now our, our attention span is only like 10 seconds so I yeah. think that ties into us specifically like how we're going into internships and stuff like that so going into that focus of getting the whole idea or ideas out of the meeting in 15 minutes is really good and the article also included advice to practicing managers how they can how they can use the information you discuss and i think that some ways that managers can use this 
approach is to come up with an outline before the meeting just so you can go into it knowing exactly what you want to get out of it and accomplish. That's what we do in some of my organization clubs and stuff, and it's a lot better than like the clubs I go into where we don't have an agenda and we just walk in and like just kind of sit around and like yeah. people butt in and say like their thoughts first. Like a good like structure is nice. Especially in our generation, like no one can sit still for more than like five yeah. minutes, so it's like nice to have the whole schedule mm -hmm. to talk about. Yeah, and it, the article just ended up with how you can end the meeting with an in an impactful manner and transitioning appropriately into a workday and it's just a really refreshing way to see companies start to care more about mental health and efficiency and productivity yeah, well. yeah. i like that a lot that's great I really liked all of your guys' Here's the Buzz. It was really great listening to what's happening in the world of hospitality and learning more about like what's going on in this world. Yeah, I liked your topic too. Thank you. Um, so Stay tuned for our next topic, Hot Topics. And we're so excited to speak to you guys about it. Our hot topic on this podcast is fun in the workplace. We chose this topic because it can allow employees to be more creative, engaged, and productive. Fun in the workplace is relevant because nowadays everyone gets stressed throughout their career, and if an hour a day or two hours a week even is dedicated to a little fun in the workplace, it can definitely reduce stress levels. Examples of this could be bringing in lunch for all your employees or even taking an hour to do a team challenge. Why do you guys think fun in the workplace is important? I personally think fun in the workplace is important because it is helps everyone motivate each other and um, creates a more creative and inclusive environment for everyone. I know that I work a lot better when things are a lot more like loose and a positive environment and upbeat. How about you, Emily? I think that people can just relax and like take the time, like going back to my here's the buzz, um, we can always put games in the break room and food so people can just come together and just relax. How about you, Grace? Definitely. I definitely agree with a lot of what you have to say. And I think employee mental health is something that can largely be connected to and impacted by fun in the workplace. Without it, employees can become stressed and fatigued, feel like they don't matter and so much more. However, with the inclusion of ways of having fun, these can, problems can simply disappear. So why wouldn't we want to take advantage of them? I think something else I want to add to this point is also that it bonds employees together. I know for me, having friends in my workplace makes me enjoy work a lot better. It makes me look forward to going to work. So I think that's a great, um, important part of having fun too. Definitely. Yeah, I would agree because having friends, you would just want to come to work each day and be like, oh, hey, this is what I did last night. And just share about your work life outside of work, I guess. Yeah, and it's so much better than just going into work and sitting at a desk. Mm -hmm. Definitely, for sure. Okay, so what are some solutions that you guys think managers should use in the workplace? Piggybacking off of what Emily was saying, I think employee lunch trips or food in general is a great way to solve problems like this. It allows employees to take a little break throughout the day. Also make sure that they're eating and let them let loose a little bit. It gives them a chance to make friends. And also I think getaway weekends are overlooked in a lot of companies, but I think it's a great way, again, for people to make friends and new connections, maybe people they wouldn't normally seek out on their own. And it also allows for a change of scenery, which I think is important every once in a while. I agree with that. Also, like, 
adding like social gatherings for like birthdays, like celebrating each employee, knowing that you know that they exist and um, employees of the month and like of the quarter. Yeah, this summer I had an internship, which was events and engagement with Wawa. Shout out to those Philly people. Um, and I have to say those social gatherings were a huge part in Wawa culture um, from having casino nights to celebrating baby showers, wedding showers, um, celebrating people's birthdays, their anniversaries with the um with the company. Um, it was a great way to let loose and also um, show the associates appreciation for themselves. Wait, Molly, I have a question for you. Yes. Did you try the shorebomb this summer? I have. It's really good. <laughs> yes, it is very good. Awesome. Yeah. I definitely think it's worth it to put on those celebrations for everyone, though, especially with, like, um, they did a lot of uh, celebrations once a year they go to this past year they went to Mexico which oh my gosh I want to be in Mexico right now um the weather is not it really oh. yeah oh well I want to be in Mexico I want to be somewhere warm but I um definitely they went to Mexico this past summer to celebrate the top 20 percent of Wawa associates and I think that's like a great way to motivate everyone within the company yeah, incentives they're yeah, really like great free trip to Mexico yeah sometimes. yes <laughs> You made some. You guys made some excellent points. What do you guys think an issue that you have noticed associated with fun in the workplace could be? I think one um, issue that is huge right now, kind of swinging back to my. Um, here's the buzz. Um, swinging back to my here's the buzz. I think a really important topic right now is balancing workplace professional and also having fun um you need to make sure you're not crossing over the line of stepping over boundaries of what's okay to do within the workplace yeah yeah i agree um i also think a major issue is that when managers want to try to have fun in the workplace to keep everyone on their toes that they should be asking their employees what they think they what they want to do rather than just planning events for them because if employees don't like an event, like not, they're not going to show up, which could be a huge issue. Yeah, that's a whole thing about like forced fun isn't actually fun. Like icebreakers are so awkward sometimes. Um, so sometimes, like you're saying, it's really important to ask them what they want to do instead of doing just like what we think is best for the company. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I think if they have some input, they're going to be more motiv- motivated to do that. Plus, more motivated to do their jobs in general. Plus, I think like consistency is key. Like, we should know where the lines are set and, um... Yeah, just, like, rule consistency is good because if the rules change when you're, like, outside of the workplace having, like, a fun work event, um, then that can kind of create a little bit of blurriness in what the line is for boundaries and stuff. Yeah, like, how much fun is too much fun. Mm Mm-hmm. It can also be an issue when you come back to the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It also, another thing that's been brought up recently is how it can create a lot of distractions in the workplace um, and how it can separate people from, like, really focusing on work. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, that leads into my next question. So how often do you think managers should apply these practices considering that there has to be a balance between fun and productivity? I would say, like, once or twice a month. Yeah, that way you make sure that you're not overdoing it, but you're still including that every once in a while so they keep that motivation and they keep up that productivity level to a certain degree. 
You know, I have a different different answer to that one. I would say at least once a week, a small um, event. I know for the summer during my internship, we did like candy Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, everyone got like a candy bar. And that's something super small, but it still brought a little bit of fun into the workplace. Mm-hmm. But I think more of the bigger events, at least do one or two mm-hmm. um, a month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's a good point, though, I think. Varying levels of fun can bring good points up because you do want to have that fun throughout the day, but you also don't want to make sure that you're overdoing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like your candy Wednesday, my workplace did like pizza every Thursday for lunch, so we'd all like have a pizza together and like sit around the office and just eat it. So spilled tea a little bit. Yeah, just <laughs> like casual Fridays. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I think another thing is um, having these events sometimes can match up with holidays or like things happening around the world so I know like the FIFA World Cup like a lot of people did like World Cup events or mm-hmm. like the Super Bowl a lot of people do events for the Super Bowl or during like holiday times they do events to bring everyone together and like families together too for the holidays yeah like Halloween's coming up and like do like pumpkin painting or like costume go- contests yeah <laughs> you can also do like auctions and like bring their families there or, like bring their families to like, the Christmas parties and things like that mm-hmm. for sure go in the community a little bit okay so what are five words that you guys use to describe having fun in the workplace I would say being creative engaging collaborative supportive and relaxed I tried to do a little sentence action I said the focus is mental health um, for mine, I said inclusive, energized, balanced, creative, and of course has to create smiles. Alexa, what is your five words? Um, so my five words I chose were stress-free, teamwork, rewarding, motivating, and innovative. I really like motivating. That's a good yeah. one. That's a lot different too. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining our podcast today. We really hope you guys learned something new about fun in the workplace and how to incorporate it, but also watch out for um, when it can cross a line, when it can cross the boundaries. I'm going to pass it over to Grace for some summarizing key points that she has thought of after um, recording this podcast. Yeah, I definitely think we all learned a lot of different things in a lot of different areas of the industry and a couple of the ideas I came up with and a few of the key takeaways I think are important to take note of are the idea that there are simple cheap ways to implement fun into the workplace that the idea is that there are only good things that can come from these implementations as well as you will most likely see a huge jump in everything from employee productivity to mental health and even engagement in general. Before we part ways, I would like to ask one last question to everyone. What is the most fun experience you had in the workplace? So something fun that I've done in the workplace was, so I worked for a big real estate development company and it was that slash a hotel. So on the 4th of July, like we had a huge party with a bunch of our clients and employees and residents there. So we got to know the residents a lot better along with our coworkers. So it was really nice to like be with everybody like in the building. I like that. That sounds nice. Mm-hmm. I can go next. Um, I think the most fun um, and enjoyable workplace experience that I have had was that this past summer I planned a bring your parents um, to work day for all the interns. 
Um, this was a great way to celebrate the interns last week um, at their at our internship, and I think it was cool because all the parents came in. We had brunch with them. We gave them a tour of the office, um, and they were able to see all the work their kids done did over the summer. I think it's also great because. Uh, often like you don't really get to see all the amazing things your kids do so this is great because they were able to see like they were able to talk to each other's their kids managers and um hear about like every project they did see like the real results of what their kid learned over the summer did your parents like it my parents did my dad really liked the french toast sticks and obviously um, he really liked where how neat my desk was because it's not as neat <laughs> as my room, but he liked it a lot, yes. Nice. Okay, I can go next. Um, over the summer, I worked at the Hyatt-centric Times Square in New York, and the HR would celebrate the birthdays at the end of every month, and for the end of July, to celebrate their birthdays, they brought an ice cream truck, and we had Mr. Softy just cater to us, and... I just had so much ice cream. What's everybody's favorite ice cream flavor? I would say definitely coffee. It's a little different than yeah. me, but pretty good. Mine's pretty basic. It's cookies and cream. Ooh. I think mine's even more basic. I'm very much a vanilla person. <laughs> I do strictly vanilla <laughs> or like mint chocolate chip and stuff. Ooh. But you said Mr. Softy. I know a lot of people have had Mr. Softy before. I have never had it before, and I really? didn't hear about it until this yeah. past year. I've never even heard of it. Really? really? Is it like a oh, New, York thing? New York thing? Yeah. Really oh, true. <laughs> they also have it in Philly too. Like I didn't oh, know really? it was a thing. I think it might be just like a city thing or Probably. something. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I hear like the song, just know it's outside. (laughs) Wait, did you guys have ice cream trucks? We did. We had them. It would actually drive down my street all the time because I live in a very like kid friendly neighborhood. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. (laughs) So Grace, what was your favorite um, moment of fun in the workplace? So. Something unique about the place I worked in was I worked in a restaurant and the owner was really involved in everything from helping everyone on the line to helping with dishes, which I think is a big thing that a lot of companies should be focusing on in today's workplace. But something that really stuck with me that happened over the summer was we had Taco Tuesdays and he would bring in all kinds of trays of different kinds of stuff, ranging from chicken tacos to even people with dietary restrictions, which I think is a great way to make sure that everyone feels included and involved. And it's a great way to bring people together and just let loose and relax for a little bit. Yeah, that's really considerate and like inclusive of him. Like we were saying earlier, that it's important to stay inclusive during these fun (laughs) times. Well, I think we're going to sign off now. Thank you for everyone for joining. We're signing off as Hospitality Fanatics on HR from Happy Valley. Thank you, everyone. We're flying up no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body.